Now, episode, we've got a returning guest this time. We do. It's the man, Tom Keeley. Welcome back to the pod, man. It's uh, back. It's an exciting time. It's quick between the last visit, but you've had so much going on between visits that we had to get you back again, man. So thanks so much for joining us. No worries, Justin. Thank you boys so much for having me again. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, stoked to be here chatting with you guys. Now, um, I guess first things first, uh, you have obviously been very busy. You've been working very hard, smashing out merch orders. I've got a jumper. I think I'm about to, to order on its way soon because yeah, the two shirts I wanted weren't weren't uh, didn't any husky have the, sizes left. You have the three XLs. I got to shout out the the old school hardcore uh, design that you did. The the yeah, asking Alexandria, let's call it. They weren't the only ones, but they were really they did some of the best designs ever. Yeah, we're having a look at the store. We're having a look at the store now, and the wishful thinking shirt with the red. With that the red on the front, well. looks sick, man. Who does like, all your like, merch design good, work? Man. Uh, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Um, we kind of had a couple of designers work on that. The, the throwback one you were talking about, Justin, um, was the guy who did it, did all those designs back in the day, and he's actually Australian. Um, he's based in, in Australia. I believe his name is James, um, and he, he did that design. I was like, look, what you've been doing for the last, like, 15 years, just do that. So yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Don't and then the, the other stuff, yeah, the other stuff is just um, some of it was done by two different designers, Evan Middleton and Kendall Johns, who do. I work with a few different designers just to yep. keep things fresh. And yeah, yeah. They, they came out really great. I've got boxes and postage bags behind me, so it's literally like a fucking warehouse in my office at the moment. So yeah, it's good. Dude. Dude. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Evan uh, Middleton, man. I've got him on Facebook, and he uh, he's really doing some fucking sick shit. So he's a cool if dude. you're listening, cool if dude. you're listening to this episode and you're looking for someone to whip up something for your band, then uh, reach out to the legend Evan. He uh, he's definitely got some talent there, the lad. Um, definitely. Now, last time since you jumped on the podcast, we're obviously going to get right into the album stuff after, but um, you've obviously had a couple of singles come out since um, the last time we spoke. Uh, yeah. A lot of F starting yeah, titles. We just, noticed, we just noticed that we before just noticed. we were it looking like, at it. It was like Fate, Fate, Fate Bringer and then the most recent one was... Um was Fault Feel Line. Alive Fault. and Fault Line. Yeah, yeah, so you've just gone three F. So is the whole album just F titles? Or is there some sort I, I, of heat? Yeah, look, there's a hidden coded message. No, it was just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> wave. I didn't even notice it. Good call. There you go, man. We we notice everything here at Wormholes. Um, Now, we obviously spoke last time about the collab you did with uh, Kellen the first time around. You've now been able to get him back. He also saw your little cheeky message uh, exchange where he's like, hey, jump up on stage with us when when we're back down under. Um, How good was it to to get another full song out with him again and, and do that work? Yeah, it was really good. It was really good, Justin. I think, you know, we we just wanted, I mean, and when we spoke last time, it had already kind of been done, but I was just kind of keen to keep it under wraps just of because, course. like, it's it's a nice surprise. And, like, he's obviously someone who's lent his voice to so many smaller bands and really just wants to make music and music that he's passionate about. And, yeah, it was cool to cool to put out a song with him. And, and when that song was written, when that part, like, when, when we were sort of vibing to it, I was like, damn, Kellen would be perfect for this sort of song. And... He was keen, so we just made it happen, and uh, yeah, it was cool. 
There needs yeah, to be more of that, man, because there's a lot of gatekeepery shit going on with vocalists that are starting to, you know, I think you might have seen recently where they there's that page or whatever called like Deathcore something or other where like, you know, you've got all the prices for all the different vocalists and some people are just charging right. an obscene amount. And it's like, and look, I understand there's not a lot of money in the industry. Yeah. Um, it's definitely something where you should be able to What was to the highest and, amount you saw? Oh, I can't even remember, dude, hmm. but some of them were, were pretty high. Um, yeah, more than a thousand. A, yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No shit. Uh, so it's good to know that there are still people out there that are, you know, not just trying to uh, milk every penny out of it for the for the name that they've made themselves and just want to help out smaller bands. Like, I think if there was a lot more of that, then probably we'd, we'd have an even better scene across the world. Anyway, right? If everyone was just like, "Hey, let's just let me know," and if I've got the time, I'll do it. Um, it would just it would help the music, and I think that's really what it should be about at the end of the day. Then the money will come, right? If we if we just make incredible shit all over the place, then it's got to find its way into people's you know playlists and and streaming services and whatever else. And you're gonna you're gonna buy vinyls and albums and whatever else. So yeah, it's good to know that that someone's still uh, happy to to help out the the little guys. I guess you guys are not really little guys anymore, though. Everything's um. Everything's really blowing up, which kind of brings me to my next point. We talked on it a little bit last time, but your social media hustle is just unbelievably <laughs> relentless, man. It Thank is. You. Yeah. It, 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 you work as well, right? It's so it must be like working yeah. two jobs. Like you, you've got your you've got your um, sweatshop in the background there. You got the sweatshop. Um, it is. A, it is Ryan. It is a sweatshop. <laughs> um, He's got little Vietnamese kids in the fucking yeah, background there. Hey. <laughs> so we've got a we've got a sweatshop. You've got a social media business and enterprise. Um, and then yeah. you're working a job as well. How do you how do you juggle all of that to start with, and, and how do you keep on top of it? It's really that's a really great question, actually. And I must say that it, it does prove to be really difficult sometimes. Um, in my day job, I'm actually like a team leader for, as you guys, as we spoke about before, I work for the Department of Health. Um, so I manage a team of about 15 people during the day. So I really do have my work cut out for me. But the thing is, is that. I've been going intentionally harder the last probably few months in the lead up to the album. Yeah, and I think boys, you, you, I think you boys can understand that it's sort of like just building that little bit of momentum. I'm actually quite keen to when it comes out to settle into a bit more of a sort of stable pattern with everything um, and create content around the release, not worrying about the songs coming out. Yeah. Cause I actually really love like doing social media stuff, like funny videos. Like I love yeah. that. Like I, I love the comedy side of our scene, you know? Yeah. But, yeah without the pressure of the release, I think that'll be a nice kind of like cushion for me. Um, yeah. I get up early, I go to bed late and I just kind of fit it in. But um, I wouldn't recommend it for everyone because it does get quite um, – like there are sacrifices in all that, you know, like there's a lot of times when like I'd want to be out seeing friends or like going and doing other stuff. Like I love my footy and my cricket. Like the Saints are here next weekend, for example. I'm probably not going to be able to see them. Like yeah. there are sacrifices, but like when you love – Doing something, you have to kind of try and find a way to put it first at some point. Yeah, you know? exactly. I've, I've I've read this uh, story. I don't know if it was Travis Barker talking about it or something like that, but somebody was saying that basically in 2022, if you're in a band, you're basically you're you're not only are you a musician, but you're also a social media manager, and that is so true. Yeah, I think the content creation bit is very. Um, it, I, and I understand it. I actually see both sides of the fence. Like on one hand, like it is really challenging to have constant like things to do around the music, right? Because back, you know, as you boys have been around the scene, the music itself was enough. You put out yeah. a sick EP on Bandcamp, 
the word would spread and sure enough you'd be playing shows with the biggest bands as they came through. Yeah. That's just not enough anymore, right? Like so all of a sudden, like you said, Ryan, it's so true, like these artists that, con- that before were doing maybe just, you know, music shows and like promoting like their gigs or whatever, right? Now they're all of a sudden you're having to do <laughs> TikToks, you're having to do social media posts, you're having to do your own marketing and ads. And that's a lot. Like you really do need to like – I've I've done this band for like nearly eight years at this point, so I've had a lot of time to learn, and now yeah. I'm putting it all to work. But if yeah. you're new to doing it, my word, it's overwhelming. Can yeah. Imagine. yeah. So speaking of so speaking of that, for for anybody listening now who is in a new band or is thinking of starting a new band, what do you think the most uh, influential or the most uh, success that you've gotten from social media? Would it be the TikTok videos, or would you find Instagram reels, or what do you think at the moment has gotten the the best? The best responses? That's a good question, Ryan. I think probably just a bit of a mix of everything. Like I'm definitely not a TikTok or Instagram savant. I like putting out funny videos that like, you know, people in our circle can enjoy. Cause at the end of the day, if I'm putting out things that aren't, and the same goes for the band, like with music, I'm putting out content that I don't enjoy doing. I'm I just won't be able to sustain it. It's gonna get yeah. I'm gonna get yeah. burnt out. I'm gonna hate it. And then if I start hating that, then I'm not gonna be able to do it. So probably for me, the biggest thing I found is just being yourself. Like I try not to like how I would talk to you boys, how I talk to the bandmates, how I talk to people in our socials, just be trying to be authentic. I think social media and you guys can probably attest to this. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a dumpster fire sometimes. So if you can just kind of cut through that and just be yourself, like I think that counts as something, you know, and it makes it sustainable. You don't have to just, you don't keep having to lean into something that isn't you. And I think so many bands are like, so many bands are wanting to be like, Oh, and that's okay if that's really them, but like a lot of them like super serious, like we're super, but it's like, if you're like naturally funny or naturally like more chill, like let that shine through in your personality. Cause then you can actually make it kind of your own thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the thing I pick up for you guys as well, is that whilst it's absolutely relentless, it doesn't feel forced as yeah, much. Like, it feels genuine, which is a really yeah. hard line to, yeah. to balance because you've got to try and like you know walk that fine line between just posting for the sake of posting and posting right. because it it gets the engagement and people love it you know and that's the thing that I see you know you've got this this really um cool following and all these people I mean some people now we've like pulled across that listen to the pod um we'll shout out yeah. Stacy because she'll be listening to this but she absolutely yeah. loves the band now she loves the podcast you know and they just love it everything that you post the Mick metalcore stuff at the moment has been hilarious you know like it's just cool you can tell that you're clearly having a great time doing it the negative comment uh breakdown intros like those kind of things that you've you know been able to find as and and you know again it's it all works hand in hand i think a really good example of it is and i don't know if you've listened to their new song but you know terminer with nick nocturnal and andy yeah sure sure. however you say it yeah yeah he is another very good example of creating fun engaging content and that has allowed people to then cross over and find this band which is also doing awesome stuff so it it, if you're able to do that and it feels you know genuine it is funny sometimes and it's not forced you really can piggyback that into people being like i want to see what this guy actually what his bands and we and we've said this a few times i think that like authenticity nowadays people are screaming for it man yeah so if you're passionate about something and then you're putting out content that people can identify well we've never met you in person before we can identify that it's who you are and that and that is what's really like driving a lot of growth especially for for young and, and new bands like yourself i think uh 
uh, yeah, I really appreciate that a lot, guys. And I think ultimately, yeah, there's parts of like our personality, like a little bit cringy, a little bit kind of like, you know, have got to be able to roast yourself, take take the mickey out of yourself. Like, don't yeah. be too serious. And that's us, you know. But like, I think at the end of the day, like, as long as you're kind of being true to who you are, like we, some people like for music, it's a lot more of a serious thing and they approach it in a different way. That's cool too. But put, put that in, put that out in your content. Yeah. Be yeah. genuine in it, whatever it is, because that will shine through. And yeah, there's definitely times just when I've been like, damn, do I really want to post this? Like, do I have the energy to post? And I'm like, I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to do it. And yeah. it's that consistency that kind of, that kind of makes it roll. And definitely, this is a reality for us. Like as a DIY band, as an independent band, these are the things we have to like kind of cut our teeth on. We don't have the backing of anyone else doing it for us. If we're not prepared to get in there and get our hands dirty, no one else is going to do it yeah. for us. So. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of segues perfectly into where we want to go next. Your debut album, Wishful Thinking, mate. You must be absolutely psyched <laughs> to be getting this uh, off your chest and out into the world to have that emotional release and to for people yeah. to be able to hear this next step of evolution. On your website here, you've got this year, music has always been there for us. No matter what we're going through, it's been a true constant. Is that kind of like the the ethos behind the album? Is that where you were where you were uh, going to take it? Yeah, I think, I think so for sure, Ryan. I think it was just about like, you know, with the pandemic and again, you boys know like not having gigs, not having the same sort of outlets that we've had before with music, it really just became – about the uh, music the music and what it kind of meant to me and we had to kind of dig deep and sort of see and explore kind of how much we had in us to to make music work that's really what the pandemic came down to because yeah. like we put out our last ep like on the on the brink right like as it as it happened launch show next week venues closed like we were ready to progress and take that next step but also as a listener as well like you know during really like shitty times in our lives or like whatever we're going through I think music, like for us, has always been kind of it's been so important. Not just as a good as, as a good outlet, like when we go to gigs and have fun with mates or go see a band at the pub or whatever. But also, like when you're feeling like not great, music's like that kind of that thing that, that can help you. Exactly. So that's yeah. kind of what it comes down to. And the title, wishful thinking, was just kind of leaning in that, being like, you know, f- fuck it. Like I don't really know if I'm going to get through this or like if I can figure this out. But I have to believe that I can. F- I can sort of put like make a path forward for myself and that's kind of what it what it kind of is about because there's negative themes on the album and there's positive themes and interesting yeah so that's why you can't visual thing is kind of like a it's a thing that kind of says both it's like oh i'm probably like i'm probably not thinking about this logically but i have to believe that it's going to get better but here's here's the reality of my situation underneath that right so yeah yeah Yeah. it's so important what you said as well is like you know because we've always we've talked a lot about how much we miss live music through that time but i think it's so important to also pay attention to how good the access that we have to music that you know again we're for in our car lining up to get pcr test fuck knows what we've got music playing you know when we're at home and we're cleaning the house for the fucking fifth time because there's nothing else to do we've got music playing you know you're sitting there at your computer playing a game or something i've got music playing in the background like it's just such a an ingrained part of our lives and you don't sometimes even appreciate how much it's there for you in those in those times as well so um it's important to acknowledge as much as as you said we love getting out to the gigs and whatever and um you know i'm glad that we're back to that um it was there for us in in the times when we couldn't do that as well still as a reminder of the things that we couldn't wait to get back to so um and i think you know all things all things uh considered you guys are about to tour this time you didn't get to tour with the ep last time um you must be super excited about that as well 
Yeah, really keen to get on the road, Justin, and play some uh, play some shows. Like it's really starting to hit me the last few weeks. We've been jamming every every week, but now we've sort of been jamming a few times a week just to really like we're not like frog metal, like tight, 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 but we just want to put on a really fun and like you know yeah. energetic show. Yeah. Um, and it's really starting to hit me how cool it's going to be to to like see some new places, but also like just to meet people who've supported the band over the last whatever however long, whether it's been two weeks or two years or even longer. Um, and that's going to be cool. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm prepared that, that I'm already accepted that touring is very tricky and things are probably going to go wrong, but I don't care. It's going to yeah. be great. I'm going to look back on it and remember it no matter what. Yeah. Absolutely. So we've got tickets to your Adelaide show here on August 20th. Is there a, uh, is there a place that you're looking most forward to going? I think I, th- I think every look is going to be really like generic answer, but every place has people that I'm really looking forward to meeting, and some of the support bands are really sick. So just to be able to check out like Perth is pretty small, boys. Like you know, yeah. I've, I go out to get. I've been going out to more gigs the last few months, which is something I said on the last pod that I wanted to do more of, and I've yep. started doing that. That's good. That's but good. Perth, Perth is quite small, so I'm looking forward to actually seeing not just the uh, bury bury me. Um, who Brendan is in that band who runs BMT touring. He's a, just such a workhorse. He's on. He's touring every every other month. He's a machine. Legend. Um, and then Haraway, who are playing with us as well, but also the locals. I'm sit, like stoked to check out new bands and just just chat to people. I can't wait to like catch up with you boys and just like meet people who like love music the way we do. That's what's cool about it. You know, we're not here for any bullshit. We just want to come have fun and like you know have a po- people come out and have a fun night at a show. You know, that's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, man, no doubt. So speaking about the actual music itself, right, what in what inspired the the feel of the album? So I know we touched on talking about wishful thinking itself and the con- music being in the constant, but what inspired like the the feel and the sound? Like is there was there a particular band that you were like, "All right, I'm really into these guys as you were writing this or I think uh I think honestly uh, I'd have to say, Ryan, it was really a mix. Like there's certain songs and because Rory and Declan had different ha- different hands in different songs, some of them were my songs that I brought to the table that they kind of did their thing with. Yep. Um, everyone, there is really a mix of influences. Like there's songs that are very like error-ish, like, you know, Fatebringer and stuff like that. Mm, there's yeah. songs that were a bit more like Rory's, like he froths Polaris. So there's certain riffs on there that are like, you know, more Australian, like, you know, more metalcore sort of style yeah, yeah. and then me like i'm big on like the big american like orchestral like you know your ice nine kills yeah, like motionless and yeah. white um and there's even a song on there that's like i've been and like i don't think i've actually said this in any interviews yet but i'm a massive fan of um nf he's like a pretty popular rapper right? yeah I've heard so of like him before, whatever yeah. anyways there's a song on that record that's like like 808 based and it's like an interlude but we didn't put interlude okay. in the title because like people will skip it yeah, but it's like yeah. all electronic with screaming over the top and i really like that song because that was one i was like let's just like do something completely fucking different with this one and um i was stoked on how it came out so cool. um it is co- it is cool yeah. because it's different and it's like you're scrolling through the app and you go oh yeah that's kind of like whatever like but if people aren't locked in by that point, at least it'll kind of catch them off their guard. And it was such a blast to do. So yeah, yeah. that's killer. Is it is it is it dirty? Is it like, is it like a grungy eight oh eight kind of song, or is it more? Uh, like- it's like oh, oh, you you'll see you'll see. I'll, I'll send it to you after this. You can you oh. can have a listen and tell oh, me what you think. Yeah. It's it's very um it's just different. Like it's meant to be like and this is my influences, right? Like when I listen to metalcore, like post hardcore, rise records, whatever. When I was coming up listening to those bands, every album had like a really cool interlude style song on it. And like, we didn't want it to be cheesy in the, in the way some of them, some of those ones were, but we wanted yeah. it to feel kind of like a, just like 
a separation point in the record. So that's what we did. Hey, I didn't even think about this, man, but we can start leveraging these interviews to get the early release. To get on the, the scoop. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, didn't even, didn't even think didn't about it. You boys should. You boys should, for sure. <laughs> well, we, we've been very much toying with doing like Wormholes Reacts and um, we were going to say that we might even, uh, you know, if there's a particular track other than that one, which is obviously a bit of yeah, an interlude, yeah. but if there's another one that you think would be cool to like be our... Uh, debut, um, yeah. cool. then fire it through as I, well. And we'll I've talk. got the perfect one for you. I'll send it to you afterwards. Yeah, okay, awesome. make it happen. Killer. We got to try and figure out, like, because this is the thing we've been like when we've done something before, where we've tried to play a song. Our we were doing a live stream, and our live stream just got cut yeah. in the yeah. middle of the thing because we played <laughs> played a song. It so was we're a trying to figure song. out. Um, what was that? It, it was a volume song. Yeah, so well, that's yeah. going to do it. But. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I think the other thing um, we wanted to to talk to you about, just going back to the album as well, yeah. um, where did you do all the recording and, and who mixed it and, and give us a little bit yeah, more yeah. of insight into the album? For sure. So um, we recorded it with uh, Ryan Botha. He's like a longtime producer. He's produced everything that we've done since since the beginning, really, since 2016. We, we did one single with him, then did the EPs after that. So we've really been going to him for a long time. So there's no one we would trust more to do our album than him. He's a collaborator with us. He's essentially a fourth member of the band while we're there with him. He's just That's amazing. Bad. He's so under, under un, like he's so low key and like it doesn't use social media. He's kind of like a secret weapon. Yeah, killer. like not enough bands know about this guy. If he was in Melbourne or Sydney, he'd be he'd be he'd be working with so many bands. But yeah, we yeah. did it all with him. He mixed it. Um, we had uh, it was just all done in his like in a room like not really much bigger than this he has a vocal booth and i was just every weekend we were driving down there because of our it's about a 30 minute drive so really not okay. really that far but yeah. but every weekend like it was like friday night saturday night all day sunday because he had work saturday so we would literally in my weekends for a while i was just like i don't even know what a weekend looked like but yeah, I, it was just, so good because every every weekend i'd leave and i'd have another like idea or another demo or another song and it was just like that for like six months so yeah it's cool yeah. On the grind, mate. That's crazy, man. It's good that, uh, I mean, again, half an hour is not too bad to be able to do nah, that. Nah, it's, nah. it's not. Um, it's hopefully not. you were doing that before the recent petrol price uh, spike <laughs> yeah. as well so it wasn't costing you too much. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. It was just like one of those things where like you just there was no other way it was going to really happen, you know, without like – and plus like it wasn't ideal for any of us to take – because we were doing some of the writing while we were recording. Like we were taking ideas and songs but they weren't often fully finished so – we didn't really know how much time to book ahead. We didn't want to say use two weeks and then we only need like a week and a half. And like, do you know what I mean? We just kind yeah. of wanted to play it by ear and Ryan gave us that flexibility. So that's good. Man. Um, that and saves be, you and, going and, there and spending thousands of dollars in a studio that you've got time oh, that you might not be able to fill. Definitely. And plus, because we know him so well, it really was just like a, we were so comfortable, you know, we knew we could go there, just kind of be ourselves. I didn't have to like pretend like, or like, you know, say I'm better at doing this. Like, you know, I just could be myself and we could work through it together. Yeah, and yeah, it was good. So that's obviously um, it's going to hope we'll have a bit more of a gap before round three, Patient 67, right? Now we know you're about to go on a tour. Tell us what you think uh, or what you would like to be the next steps for the band, right? You're about to drop an album. Yeah. You're about to go on a national tour. Um, mm. What's next? That all goes really well, as well as I know it's going to, because you're going to be so relentless that it just it can't <laughs> it can't not go well. And obviously, you sound awesome, so you've got the two the two things that you need for success, right? But what is the what is the six months after the albums kind of you know had times to settle and whatever? What do you do next? 
I think we've got our tour with Siamese in February next year. So that's cool. That's been announced already. So we'll be able to hit the road with the international band. That'll be a good experience for us. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think in the lead up to that, like I said, I'm just really excited to see what insane content I can cook up between now and then. Just really trying to promote the album. Definitely another music video. I mean, I want to prove to anyone who has taken any interest in us or anyone who just wants to be in a band that, you can actually do this stuff DIY if you put your your heart and your and your mind into it. But if labels were, I think it's an opportunity for us to put ourselves forward. If labels are looking for a band like us, I mean, we've had conversations with a few labels, but nothing really made like you know whether we weren't the best fit for them or they weren't the best fit for us. This would be a chance for us to kind of find that middle ground and see. But my focus is really just on the next month leading up to the tour, and then once we're back from that, I'll. I'll definitely get back into some writing, but we'll be pushing the album for a little while just to kind of give it the chance to br- to breathe. Definitely. You know, I think yeah. I I think we're always finding people discovering our band. Like, like in my mind, I'll be like, oh, there's it's been three weeks since we dropped a song. Like, I want to like, what are we doing next? But there's so much opportunity to reach people with songs that are already out. We've seen that as the biggest example with the Metallica thing and Stranger Things. That song's yeah. been out a thousand years, and you can you can still have a song break after it's after it's out. So we'll definitely be doing everything we can to reach people who might love our music. so The good thing is is that touring is going incredibly hard at the moment and there's a mm, lot of people mm. that are putting a lot of effort into it. So, you know, hopefully for you guys, you can just some string some more Australian ones sort of back-to-back and just strike the iron while it's hot. Like, you yeah. know, you've already got, as I said, you know, the Siamese one in February coming off yeah, the back yeah, of this yeah. one. You know, you may find that you're just able to, to jump yourself on another one in the middle of next year and suddenly that's the next 12 months. Um, yeah. You know of what you guys have got to look forward to, and in between that, you just keep the content coming that you know you know pushes and drives up the the play count for the for the song. So, um, yeah. you know, and we'll we'll obviously be keen to catch you down here as many times uh, as we can, my man. So, yeah, all the best, obviously, from us for the for the album launch and and everything else. And uh, we we absolutely can't wait to get down here on the twentieth. It's um it's a very intimate little venue here, and that goes yeah. absolutely. <laughs> fucking crazy um uh for bands so i know we're gonna have a, a an absolutely uh good time is it selling is it selling pretty well like are you pretty excited about that i think like i never had any expectations justin that we like i think the shows are selling selling well yeah but i think like we purposely wanted to go to smaller venues that way like if 10 people showed up those 10 people are gonna like have a good time we'll oh, have yeah. a good time with everyone you know so yeah yeah i think i think we'll get some and that's part of the really cool thing about like, you know, social media is having those connections with people that that feel like they know us and we feel like we know them um, and we'll get to like, you know, meet them all and stuff. I think, you know, we're seeing some solid numbers before. Hopefully we'll get some like the odd walk-in or two. Be like, who are you guys? Yeah. Oh, we're from Perth. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's kind of old school, but I love yeah. that idea. So Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> That'd be sick, well, yeah. The, uh, the venue that you're at in Adelaide as well, I've done about a hundred stand-up shows there over my stand-up yeah. career. So, like, I know that stage very well. And, yeah, it's just such a cool little venue um, attached to a pub and, and the yeah, pub's awesome vibe. as well. It's one yeah. of the oldest pubs in Adelaide as well. Like, it's just such a, a little historical landmark. And it's always busy. Like, all the pubs around it in that part of the city don't operate every night of the week anymore don't operate like the yeah. same hours and this place just keeps kicking so yeah you probably will um, get a few walk-ins you, actually you, no, yeah i, I, I think yeah. you very much will um so yeah we absolutely uh we absolutely can't wait to get down there and, and where where does it start obviously perth i would assume is your first show first cab off the rank 
Yeah, Perth, and then the next Wednesday we're going out to Brisbane, and we play Brisbane on the Thursday. So yep. yeah, pretty. We got a couple of days after the hometown show, which is like with different bands and stuff from Perth, yep. which is really exciting. Um, we figured. I mean, looking back, probably could have done Perth at the end, but maybe we'll ha- we'll give our. Hopefully, we'll be fresh at the start. Of, you know, at the start yeah. of it, we can put on a good show for people at at home. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get a couple of days off and then, yeah, straight to Brisbane. And do you fly everywhere or you do, you're doing a little bit of van? Mainly, mainly van. We fly to Brisbane and then we'll be travelling in the van with Brendan. Uh, it's going to be sweaty, it's going to be hot, and it's going to be great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you, well, you're here on a Saturday night, so you know yeah. what that means. Yeah. You're going to have to stay an extra day because you're going to be way too fucked up to drive. <laughs> uh, well, I think so. our plan will be to fly back from Adelaide, so I won't be doing any driving after that. That's, for oh, sure. that's so, awesome. Killer. So we're the final stop before the return home. That makes sense, obviously, the way the tour is yeah. going. It's oh. close close to Perth as well. It's only like, I think, 90-minute flight, two, two, two hours. It's not it's not too far. So no, I'm actually yeah. keen for the flight home. To, oh, I'm so glad long. that we get the end of the tour yeah. as well. <laughs> you'll get, you'll get <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah, man, Love that's it. so good. Love well, it. if uh, if you need anything when you're down in Adelaide or whatever, as well, Excellent. man, and we'll um we'll obviously keep sharing the um the events and whatnot else, and and we'll try and get do. anyone else we can get down there, and we'll have a great time. Should we flick That'd in a few questions and uh, wrap yeah, it up? I think we should fire. You Sorry. had the first round of guestions. Um, we've now got a second <laughs> set for our returning guest. You're our second returning guest, and uh, we'll I'll fire in with question number one. What would be your weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? Uh, a chainsaw. <laughs> a chainsaw? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, why's that? Uh, I was I was a sort of Texas chainsaw mask for some reason. I was like, even though that has no zombie themes in it whatsoever, <laughs> that's that's my answer. So let's yeah. roll. <laughs> you, you, you don't mind getting up close and personal with him then, I guess? Like... Uh, look, I suppose in theory it's not good to be close to the zombies, so that's, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably be dead pretty probably... fucking quickly. Yeah. <laughs> You've also got the petrol problem. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The chain seizing up from the amount of bones that it's carving through. But – you, you are dying yes. a glorious Yeah, death, you get right? fucking you style are, points, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, style points, that's such <laughs> a good... I'm the guy who dies up first in the movie. That's yeah, what's yeah. happening now. Why did he pick the chainsaw? Um, yeah, I don't really, know. Really, like, quick segue because just something I found funny today. You were just mentioning about the whole people, like, rediscovering or discovering music through Stranger Things, and I saw a good meme that was like, um, all these people going on about, you know, discovering music through Stranger Things, like, you motherfuckers didn't get your entire catalogue of, like, interest from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, yeah. I was legit. like, is that not the fucking and the so realest fresh. call? And so so fresh. Yeah, I didn't get my oh, fucking. Fuck punk. So I didn't get my. To punk. be fair, I, I I did Ryan. I can't yeah. lie. Sorry. Fuck yeah, you did. Like, he's your one out. We were singing Say La V literally <laughs> two episodes ago, so <laughs> I think that's definitely so fresh for me as well. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, returning question number two. What is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Uh, caterpillars. Whoa. No, that's pretty fucking like, weird. I've never heard of someone eating a da- caterpillar. No, nah, I was like a dare, like someone's – I was like – it was young. I was like 12 or something. Yeah, I can't yeah. I can't really remember anything too much. Like, yeah, no, bugs, bugs. Yeah. But then, but then again, you do, they do do witchetty grabs and stuff, eh? Yeah, so I guess – but it's, I suppose it they do, yeah. It's from, was it just a normal mm. caterpillar? It wasn't one of those like motherfucking spitfires, was it? Nah, that I, I was so afraid so. of. Yeah, okay. yeah I don't think so. I, I, 
I think it was pretty safe. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty safe. I was so <laughs> scared of those spitfires. I don't know why. Like I literally like six year old me thought they oh, yeah. literally breathed fire. You know, yeah, they, we got you, taught. Yeah, we they taught were like them. so scared. You know them tiny little ones at the back. They have the little like claw, like the horseshoe claws. Oh, ear, earwigs. Is that what they're called? Yeah, earwigs. I was fucking petrified. Dude, of those yeah, because they said they crawl into your ear and eat your brain, which <laughs> I think they actually do do that. <laughs> I don't know. Or I still believe the myth. Either way, fuck those things. Um, all right. Uh, all right. Returning, uh, returning question number three. Would you rather see 15 minutes into the future or 15 years into the future and you only get one go at it? So you get to choose right now. You're about to see what 15 years looks like or just 15 minutes. And you can 15 use it minutes. Once. 15 yeah. minutes. Okay. Yeah. Why 15 minutes instead of 15 years? Honestly, uh, this is going to sound so bad because I don't gamble anymore. But if I went down to like the TAB and like just had like knew who was going <laughs> to yeah. win all the all the events, I could just do do some stuff with that. So yeah, yeah, you, you that, that's love, so bad. Hey, you used, but no, you used to wait. love slapping a bet, slapping a bet on the old horses or the dogs or something. Uh, or just- see, I so first, there's a couple of things. I'm so in 2022, I'm vegan, so I don't do anything like that anymore. So, yeah, but I yeah. would I would check the results of like I'd be like sport like who's playing in division three like singapore like you know soccer or something yeah like that. Yeah. yeah i mean let's go okay. let's, yeah you I'll would. Put a, my 57 leg multi it's coming it's happening yeah so, Nepal, no. nepalese badminton at fucking 4 a.m <laughs> yeah. no because but the other the other thing is is if i could see 15 years i would be like probably really bummed out like about things that like you know obviously anything bad if that makes sense yeah so like exactly. i'd prefer yeah. not to like come back and like have to think about what's going to happen i'd rather just like let that be kind of what it's going to be if that makes yeah. sense yeah, that's true but then you could also be like because i know that when it comes to betting i love betting on american <laughs> politics yeah, oh, I love America. betting on American yeah. politics. Like I, I originally put I, put, I put down a hunji on fucking Donald Trump getting up in 2020. I lost that one, but that's okay. And recently I've put a, uh, a, put, a put a spin on uh, Joe Biden not finishing his first term in office. <laughs> Such, it's so weird that there's actually yeah. I know you can bet on, on someone shit, not finishing the presidency. Like how strange, Joe. Eh? Insane. <laughs> Insane. Um, all right, and the uh, the final uh, returning question, which is a, a bit of a, a callback, I guess, to everyone's favourite question. Would you rather sword fight an orangutan once a year or fight a chicken every time you get in a car? <laughs> yes, I love that it gets that real. Dude, that's really, really hard. I mean, probably I get in a car a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you've got to fight a chicken. But then, every if time. you're fighting an orangutan with a sword, like, oh, it could it be the last sword, last fight you ever get. Yeah, right? yeah, dude. I, I think I'd, and you would be like, "When's it happening?" I mean, I don't really <laughs> <know>. <laughs> exactly. You're just sitting on yeah, the like shitter. You'd be thinking, you're sitting you'd be on the shitter, and all of a sudden, an orangutan <laughs> kicks the door in, like, and you're like, you're, "No, not now. I've got diarrhea." You're, you're laying in bed, and right. you hear a noise, and you think it's an earwig, but it's actually an orangutan with a sword at the fucking door. But it could be at any time, so that scares me. So yeah, oh, maybe the chicken then, just for the sake of I know what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> but yeah. then yeah. every time you get in the car, you know, like, I'm now imagining. No, maybe I'll just stop. I'll start getting the bus more, so I'll sort of cut out some of my car trips. <laughs> the whole orangutan anytime thing, you could be on stage like just belting right. out the encore and then the all of a sudden lows, in the pit yeah. you just see the sword-wielding orangutan. <laughs> yeah. you, get the guttural, you got the gutturals happening and all of a sudden the fucking... Not about that life, hey. That's just no. not, my, not my thing. Yeah, so the chicken, the chicken, uh, chicken, the chicken in the wins. Car. 
Um, oh, yeah. So look, give us give us the the biggest plug of all time, man. Tell us where everyone's going to find it, the dates, where they're going to see you. Give us the the full circus. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so boys, and for anyone listening, so our album Wishful Thinking's out July twenty two. Um, you can find us on social media. Just search Patient sixty seven, spelt with with letters. And uh, yeah, you can just search us up. Come have a chat with us. Come hang out. We try to be pretty interactive on socials. Um, with the album coming out soon, it's a perfect opportunity. Um, we think there's going to be something on the album for everyone, whether you like some heavier stuff or maybe some more melodic stuff. We've got some riffs, just breakdowns. It's just a bit of it's just a kind of a melting pot of metal called goodness, which I love. love. Um, and we've also got the tour coming up in August. So if you're in Australia and would like to see us play, where we'll be over like getting into Brisbane for this show on the 11th. Um, and then we'll just be rolling through Australia until the 20th. So come hang out. They're going to be pretty intimate shows. And yeah, it'll be great to meet everyone, including you boys. It's going to awesome, be awesome. Man. Yeah, we can't wait. And for it. us, for all the Adelaideans listening, which is where most of our audience are, um, obviously come come hang with us on, on the 20th at Cranker. Um, and the last question we've got for you uh, is, what is your song of this week? We do a song of the week segment. Oh, we, song of the we, week? You sprung it on me. Getting, I didn't even know we were doing we're song better. of the week. We've, we've, we've tried to make this a recurring segment since like episode 12. And I think out of our 70 episodes, episodes we've done about we've five maybe done it the 10 weeks. times five um, so have you got a song that you're just absolutely thrapping this week it's a great question i probably have to go with signs of life by emotionless and white i'm still enjoying Ooh. that album a lot and that's a that's a quite a quite a catchy but also like you know it's heavy i'm enjoying that song a lot that, yeah. that whole three track block on the album that is in that middle bit is awesome yeah i actually saw them about a week and a half ago eh? two weeks ago nice. saw them at um that uh, they were supporting uh, i prevail yeah, 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 and and so I've dope. never I'd never really um, heard them much before, and I was blown away by their live performance. Mm. They yeah. were fucking. Tight, I've been man. on them since Creatures. Um, I love that. Same. My mate got Same, me into dude. them uh, back in the day, but I probably haven't given them as much love over that time. Like I really loved yeah. Abigail and Creatures and that back then. But yeah, I, I was I was the same. To be honest with you, man, I did froth Creatures a lot, and then I sort of. Paid a bit of attention, but I've gotten really back into them lately. It's yeah. good, good to see them. And yeah. they've just, yeah. I don't know, they've kind of like found another new, you know, niche for themselves and they're doing it really well. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to, I've already kind of mentioned it, but I'm going to shout out that uh, Termina song, the the one that he's just dropped called Translucent. I Did you end up listening to it? I haven't to listened right? to it yet. We'll Dude, it so yeah. heavy. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my song of the week. Have you got one Lovely, for us? Lovely, I do. It's the brand new Invent Animate song, Shade Astray. Dude, I love nice. Invent Animate. I, I, I absolutely I, love it. it. It's interesting, like their first vocalist they had, Always reminded me of Adrian from North Lane. Mm. Always reminded me of that. And then they poached the vocalist from Aviana. And now that he's got that more of like that melodic kind of like pitched sing scream, I'm just so like the choruses just hit different now. Yeah. They are. I recently, Erica started listening to Invent Animate and she'd been thrapping them. And she's like, these guys are fucked. They've just got some incredible like yeah. riff structures that are just like. And the whole ambient sound that is like kind of droning through their songs, quite mm-hmm. often, is just like always sets a sick vibe. So yeah. that's cool. my song of like the week. That. 
Well, thank Hell you yeah. so much, my man. I yeah, appreciate thanks, you jumping man. back on the pod. Um, as I said, we can't voice. wait to actually be able to, to have a chat in person and without the cameras and the lights and the you know the flash. And the action. Just have a good old <laughs> yarn. And, uh, yeah, we really wish you all the best for, for everything leading up to when you, you are landing in Adelaide. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be uh, giving the album an absolute rinse and we'll, we'll make sure that we get it into the ears of as many people. And if you stay tuned now, we're, we're going to have uh, – is there a song that you want us to chuck on the end of this episode as oh, well? I might maybe go with Fault Line Boys just because that's the newest, newest, the, the newest and last single. Yeah, give that a song. Right. Yeah, sounds good. Fire that through in, in the collection of songs you're sending through to us now. We'll put that one at the end of the episode. We'll react to the other one and we'll, we'll have a listen to that interlude as well. And, uh, yeah, sounds can't good. wait, man. Take care of yourself. Love you too, boys. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. And uh, like, I, I like to do something too when I come on these pods and just make a make a note to say that what you guys are doing is really great. I think the music scene needs more people that are prepared to sort of yeah give a bit of spotlight to bands that are trying to make a name for themselves or bands that are just kind of finding their feet or whatever. I think it's really great what you guys are doing. So thank you. And yeah, I'll keep listening for sure. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank appreciate you so it. much, man. Take care. Peace out, bro. Setting myself so free